Welcome to the Total Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Cristiano Green, a podcast where we talk about finding fulfillment through self-development, being a leader of your own life, and getting the most out of it as well. Tenacity, originality, talent, authenticity, and being legendary. It's all about living your best life. Hello, 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 all you Total Bosses out there, and welcome to another episode of the Total Boss Podcast. I am your host, Christiana Green, and I am a mindset and transformation coach working with gay men to help them utilize the triggers so they can transform their trauma into triumph so they can build up their confidence, their self-esteem, their self-love, and really find fulfillment and freedom in their life. Now, in this week's episode of the Total Boss Podcast, I am having a chat with one of my good friends and fellow coach, Lisa Berry, about who are you when you are at home. So basically, it's a conversation that we had where we talked about who we are when we're at home and who are we when we're out in the real world with other people. Are we showing the same people? What do we need to do to take off the mask? So have a listen. Hope you'll enjoy the episode and I'll catch you on the other side. Well, let's jump into the topic. So we're talking tonight about what do you do when no one is looking? So basically, it's a conversation about who you are at home when no one's there and trying to connect you to your authentic self to build your confidence up to be that person at all times. Mm-hmm. So Lisa, what do you think is the definition of what do you do when no one is looking? Well, it's not the naughty side of it. I can tell you that. It's not the naughty side of it. <laughs> it's the clean version. So it is, it's about when when no one's looking, how is it that we act, right? And having that congruency, because usually when we're the most comfortable we are, then we are in alignment with with the purpose or the passion or the person that we are. And generally speaking, people do that at home or they do that outside of when everybody's watching. So it is about how is it within, and and particularly with the women that I work with in my business, how is it that we can start to become more in alignment with ourselves and show our truths and have the flaws and have the fun and have everything that we are show up in both areas? Because often we spend so much time playing a role or having a mask or pretending or putting on a front of being a certain person as opposed to just being ourselves and allowing ourselves to be seen to be behind the scenes and in front of the scenes congruent with both people rather than it being completely different amazing and that's so true I I know what what it's like to play many roles throughout my life and I know that um, I used to not be so congruent with who I was at home to who I was out in the world because I wasn't confident enough to be able to you know to be myself and to show who I truly am um, mm-hmm. I think it takes a lot of, you know, it does take a lot of courage to, to be able to understand who you are at home and then go, mm-hmm. how do I want to show that to the world? Because obviously mm-hmm. we all know that in, our, in the comfort of our own home, it's really easy to be ourselves. It's really easy to mm-hmm. do that. I mean, not for everybody. It can be hard if you're stuck within, you know, depression, anxiety, all those different things that affect you and who you are at home as well. But I think for, mm-hmm. for the majority of people, when you're at home being yourself, you feel confident. Mm-hmm. You when you go out into the world, you feel like you're putting on a mask sometimes because you're 
constantly trying to um, live up to other people's, you know, perceptions of you or, you know, to people pleasing, you know, your family members, your friends, etc., or whatnot in life. And I think for for me, when I'm at home now to where I am when I'm out in public or on, on online, I'm definitely a lot more congruent now because of the work that I put into myself. And I think it is a journey. Yeah, so. absolutely. I love that so much. And as I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna share a little bit because uh, I'd love to add to that in a second. But we've got Michael on here, Michael Thomas. Hey, how are you doing, Michael? And Mohad, how are you? And Lucas, boom, dream Hello. team. So they're all jumping on for watching. Make sure that you comment and we connect because you know, uh, Cristiano and I, as we started looking at this topic and connecting to it, we really thought this is a discussion. It is a conversation that we get to have because there's so many people who are incongruent, right? So like they're not in alignment with who they are at home versus who they are out there. And what I really wanted to touch on and share on what you shared, um, Cristiano, is that a lot of people just don't know how to fill that gap, right? That gap between who am I here or even bringing the awareness to the fact that they're they're having completely different personas or roles mm. that they're playing. Right. So that, that very first step of going like, how do I even know who I am here, let alone bring that to this place. And so there's a lot of different challenges and different th components that people go through in not understanding how to merge from the one into the other. 100% for sure. And I, 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 like I said, I know what it's like to, to not know how to, to disassociate from the home and, and that, that persona outside because, yeah. like I said, you build up such that persona because you think that this is what people want from you. But reality, people want you to be authentic. People want, are drawn to you because of who you are. Yeah. And it's taken me a long time to realise that I've got my own <laughs> powers. you definitely got your beautiful powers. Yeah. And are drawn to you and, and myself because we are congruent and authentic within who we are and we can resonate to that. And I think people want more of that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Kylie, how are you doing? Um, so I, I love that because that, that authenticity, the irony of the persona that we play in the when we're seen right so the persona that people play generally when we're seen and I used to do this too I think we're all a victim of this because we've all been a part of a society or cultural or family types of pressure where they tell you you need to be a certain person you need to act a certain way you need to behave a certain way it's like confinement 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 and the irony of it is is when we put on this mask or this persona that we're looking to get accepted and belong within the community and the irony is that when we are ourselves that's when we're fully accepted and we will feel the acceptance because even in the space of wanting to go I belong in this community you'll never ever feel that if you're consistently being someone that you're not because you're never ever going to be able to be accepted for who you are when you're playing someone else's role 
Exactly right, because you always think no one is, no one knows who I am because they don't, because you're not showing it. And that's the thing that I think people struggle with is like, I want people to understand me and get to know me, but I'm not showing that myself. So there's such an incongruency with that because Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, yes, I want people to know this person here, but I'm going to put on a mask and and play this fun loving guy because everyone loves a fun loving guy all the time. They don't like it when I'm sad because if I'm sad, it brings them down. It's like, well, you know what? As you said, real authentic women, raw people, like everyone has bad days, everyone has good days. So you know what? Like if you can't if you can't have people around you who are with you on your best and at your worst, then who have you got around you as well? Something you want to look at when you're trying to really step into your identity. Are people serving you and living for you? Or are they holding you back and restricting you from allowing that person to to come out and really shine, you know? Yeah, I love that so much because we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And so it's mm-hmm. it's important that we're looking at as I just before about the bee having having a beehive and it's a hexagon and who are the six people that supports that one beehive in the in the center of that and if it's people who are disapproving or wanting you to conform or not appreciating you for who you are then are you tuning into the right people or do you need the support of someone who is like you you know getting out there being authentically aligned with themselves do you need to start aligning yourself with like-minded supportive champion type of people who are going to embrace the good and the bad and the in-between right or for all that you are and all that you're not and being okay with both of those and I think that that comes that next level of acceptance and and connection as well. 100% and I think um, you, you hit something there that, that kind of makes sense to me as well because you know I've been on a, a journey of sobriety and I've been you know I'm literally at my three-month mark and you know when you talk about your tribe and people who are around you and you know for me one of the main reasons I wanted to to give up the alcohol and move forward was because I was like, this is not serving me, this is holding me back. And the only times I ever do it is usually around people that are, you know, that I've built up in my life to be my friends. And I think throughout this journey of the last three months, I've realised that some of the people in my life that I thought were my best friends are actually people in my life that I don't really feel like I have much in common with now that I'm not in that circle. And that's not a bad thing because, you know, everyone is in your life and, they'll, you know, you go through seasons with your with your friendships as well. Right. So you, sometimes you're going to be in a, in, a, in a relationship with your friends where you, you see them all the time and you have the best times. And then there's months on end where you don't see each other because you're in different places, right? That's kind of where I'm at with mine there. But I, I, I don't look at it as a negative. I look at it and go, look, what I'm focused on and where I'm going and I am showing more of who I am now when I'm not you know needing to have a drink to feel comfortable I feel comfortable and confident solely on my own I think it's because of all the work that I've been putting into myself this year so you know again if you are trying to be congruent with who you are you need to make sure that you're constantly checking yourself to make sure you know who you are and that you're reflecting on who am I if I if I have done something today that I'm not really congruent with how do I make sure that tomorrow I make a, a change to to be more congruent because I think everyone can feel within themselves when you're not incongruent to who you really are outside of you know your bedroom or your home right yeah, yeah, I love that so much. Keith just said that he's here. So, hey, Keith, and Kylie's saying exactly, Elisa. So, yeah, guys, please keep sharing, keep having the conversation with us. Tell us what your key takeouts are and along the way and ask any questions as you go any through. Questions, yeah. 
<laughs> questions because we'd love to delve deep, even deeper into this. Um, one of the things that you shared there is, you know, checking yourself and bringing that awareness to who you are right now. And I think for some people who are starting their personal de development journey or the emotional journey or the mindset journey or the business journey, wherever mm. you, whichever journey you're on, um, sometimes that's a really hard question to ask, like, who am I? Right. So, you know, who are you being when people, when no one's watching? But then the first question for that for a lot of people is like, who am I? And so I'd love to know from you, like, how do, how do people in that space? I know you're probably supposed to be asking the questions, but I'd love to know from you, you know, what, how do people answer that question from your perspective of the people that you've worked with? How do they start to define who they are? Okay, yes, yeah. so that's a, that's a really good question, Lisa. How do people define who they are? And I think for me, a lot of people define who they are a lot by what they do or uh, who, who they're like, who their tribe is or their family is. Like, a lot of people are stuck initially, you know, initially when you grow up, you know, depending on your size of your family, like if you come from a big family, you're all your identity revolves around how you fit within that family unit, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's small or whether it's big, you, you identify with that, and you know, if you move from this school to that school and you have a big family, does that move make it easier for you? In some ways, yes, it does because you've got that whole family behind you. But in other ways, it's like I just have to continually start over and over and over. And so for me, when I see people who have been through different scenarios with stepping into who they are, it's almost like that. For, for example, when you come out of the closet, it's like, who am I again? Who, who, who am I now that I am actually owning who I am and like what 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 do you connect with because I remember there's parts of me that are super camp super feminine super love all that stuff but there's also parts of me that are super masculine as well and it took it does take a, a while for you to be able to connect to both sides of of the spectrum because like I said no one is 100% on the feminine side and 100% on the, on the masculine side because yeah. there is always that balance of of the the yin and the yang and that's kind of like with everything in life but I guess what I'm trying to get to is it does take it does take a while and I think if you ask those questions of yourself early on who am I or who do, who do I want to be because it's not about sometimes who am I it's like who do I want to be and who I want to be becomes who you are if you work on it long enough right as long as you're doing it from a place of love like I want to be this person because of this reason not because I want to be you know a social media um superstar because I want to have be famous like this thing, there's not an, a congruency to connect into who you are. That's just the thing that you want outside of you. But if you say, you know, I really want to build a brand and I really want to touch a million people because I really have a message to share with them and it comes from my heart, that's connecting to who you are as well, right? So it's all about, you know, becoming that person that you want to be because really you get to create in this life. This is what whole, the whole life's about is creation. We're here to create the life that we want to live. And some people will say, well, you're changing. You know, that whole thing of like, oh, you've changed. It's like, well, fuck, you should, haven't you? We all should be changing throughout our whole entire lives, right? Like, this is what we're here for, you know? Yeah, completely, completely. I love that. Um, where, where, and what you shared at the start really ties in with that, where you spoke about, like, you know, the next version of you, right? So for, for the people that you work with coming out of the closet, it's like, okay, now who am I? And when we relate this to almost every walk of life as well, it's like when you start your first business and you're like, okay, now who am I? Or when you go through a challenge, now who am I? And, like, 
the journey of self is to really fall in love with yourself, right? So it's always mm -hmm. it always comes back to I am. And after that, we create all these different stories and meanings that I am. I am enough. I am Lisa. I am, what does that mean, right? So what does it mean when I say I am Lisa? And um, Kylie says a lot of head nodding going on right here, uh, which is awesome. So, you know, after the I am statement, how is it that you define yourself? And going deeper, it's like I am a, as you said before, like I am a sibling or I'm a mother or I'm a daughter or I'm a husband or I'm a wife or I'm a partner or I am, you know, gay or I'm a lesbian or I'm a business owner and usually, as you shared, fit into the roles versus going, you know, if that's your first response, how can we go that level deeper? So how can we go, yes, I am that and so much more and I am. And then, yes, I am that and so much more, and I am. And continue to chunk down, getting deeper into the depths of who you are as opposed to just leaving at a role because the roles are ever-changing, right, like life does. So for, you know, if we've learned anything from this year is that life is unpredictable and so are our roles. But when we start to look at who we are and start to connect to that intrinsic core self that makes the world of difference 100% and you, and you hit the nail on the head there when you talked about the the chunking down and, and fitting people into a role because like you said if I'm a sibling and I'm a son and I'm gay and I'm a business owner and I'm all those things what does that actually mean mm -hmm. so it's that level of going what does being a son mean to you what does being mm -hmm. a sibling mean mm -hmm. to you and then you get down to that layer, layer there and it usually becomes oh I love being a son because my mom I love my mother why you know and then you keep going down why do you mm -hmm. love your mother da, 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 da. and and then you know it gets to a level where you get to really understand okay well that's core here and if I chunk down here they kind of relate so maybe I am this thing here mm -hmm. right and you yeah. start to go okay that connects to how I feel and I want to be, yeah. have more of that. So I am a kind person is a layer there, mm -hmm. but why do you want to be a kind person or what about yeah. being kind is good for you? Gets you to yeah. a, you know, a more core place of actually where you are on the spectrum of who you are and in reality of where you want to be and who you end up in the next mm -hmm. part of your life, right? Because we go through different phases of our life. As we know, it's like seasons, right? Every season will change and we grow again. And that same thing about the change we all mm -hmm. should be facing throughout our life because every day we have a new experience with new people that helps us to understand our, ourselves better, right? I think, you know, a lot of us really do know who we are, but we've forgotten it along the way because of yeah. all the stuff that happens in life. And you become, you know, sometimes you become not a victim to, to in a sense, but you sometimes get caught up in circumstances and go, this mm -hmm. has happened to me, and, and you define that situation as well as, as me. Like, uh, you know, people who have been through many different things could be defining themselves by what's happened as well, right, just the roles that they play. Mm -hmm. Completely, 100%, 100%. Um, I, I just wanted to share, I uh, used to have fibromyalgia. I've, I don't think I've ever shared this with you. You said fibromyalgia, I had it for three years, and it debilitated me from physically doing anything. So I couldn't play the role of when I was, when I had fiber, I couldn't play the role of the engineer. I couldn't play the role of the party animal. I couldn't play the role of 
literally all the things that helped me express who I was was taken away from having that autoimmune disease. And mm. this, this I am was such a big challenge because it was like, how is it that I define myself? Because I used to define myself by the roles. Now the roles are taken away. Who am I? Um, and it's, it's huge. So I love that, you know, when we start to look at the, the journey of who we're being when no one's watching, it starts with this I am, you know, who are you and start defining that. And then we move from that. Totally. And so Lisa, mm-hmm. who are you when no one is watching? <laughs> uh, I eat chocolate and I dance. And <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a goofball. Uh, you know, when, when no one's watching, um, I love, joking around I love dancing I love being able to talk about business because it's the thing that lights me up um I love doing all those things and I think you know it's such it's such an important question because when you ask that question it's like well am I being that outside of when no one's watching like am I being a kind person do I see rubbish on the street and pick it up or do I wear the next person um you know like am I when I know something is not not incongruent with me, do I make sure that I follow through with that and take care of that and change it? Or do I just like leave it and back off and allow the fear to take over? Right. And so I love this question because when no one's watching, I've, I've, I've made sure that I can dance on social media now, right? Whereas before I used to think, I used to think, oh my God, I can't dance because it's not professional. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to dance every week on Thursday morning and it's 5.30 in the morning or six o'clock and I'm just going to be like, hey, and I don't care if people think that I'm shaking my ass. I'm excited because of the people that I get to work with and that deserves a dance, right? So it's like I made sure that, you know, who I am outside. And I'll say, like, really, really bad jokes um, <laughs> to to my clients and to a lot of people that I speak to. And I got this thing on um, – this super side note. Got this thing on Google that sends me a joke every day. I'm even considering putting it up as a story to make people laugh every day, just as a quirky thing, right? So just – being able to bring that quirk and that fun into doing the business and into being everything that I am as well. What about you? I actually love what you just said, that bringing it into the business because, like, people, like, have this perception in life that, like, life and business are separate, right? Like, Mm. how much time there is in the day. And if you want to, any person who's running their own business and really putting it into it, how many hours are you awake and how many hours are you working in your business, Lisa? You know, it's probably like 80% or more, you know, it depends on what day it is. You could be 99%. Yeah. I know how busy you are someday. <laughs> but like, misconception that we have a difference of, you know, that personal and, and business is different. And to be honest, it's, it's not because people, especially in our industry, are, you know, buying into who we are and what we do. Like if we are not coming, showing up as, our true selves that people can can read that as, as as you know and people can will not connect to it so for me who am I when I'm you know when I'm when no one is watching 
the word that pops into my mind is integrity, right? It's that thing about, you know, you do something because you know in your core that it's the right thing to do or you're, this is who you are and no one no one else sees it. It's like, who are you doing? at the end of the day? Like, because I, I, I don't answer to anybody else. I'm like, I'm a single man. I live on my own. I completely, I have only myself to answer to. So at the end of the day, as long as I'm making myself happy and I'm integrity, the integrity within myself is, is true to that, then at the end of the day, all the other stuff doesn't matter. But who I am at home is the same. I like, I'm, people think uh, I'm probably more extroverted. I'm probably more introverted, but like I have a mixture between that. I call myself an ambivert, which is kind of like the one in the middle of the introvert and the extrovert. I can, I'm adaptable. In this situation, I can be the, the life of the party. In this situation, I can be a wallflower and just happily listen and watch people. Because if I'm wanting to 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 absorb something, I'm all in and just focus, like boom, taking notes left and right. You know. So for me, who who am I when I'm no one watching? I'm just kind of you know someone who really just wants to enjoy my life, no matter what I do. I, I'm up in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. I do meditations. I do like priming. I take my dog for a walk. I jump into work. I work throughout the day. I speak to my friends. You know, sometimes I go out, you know, and, and do stuff with them. But for me, like my life is is a lot about trying to, you know, grow as a person. I've really got a big passion for personal development. I spend a lot of my time on it. You know, when I'm walking my dog, I'm listening to a podcast, I'm listening to an audio book because I can consistently feel like that just fuels me up. You know, when people say, what do, what do, what do you like to do when, when like, what are your hobbies? I would say personal development, seminars, you know, coaching. <laughs> lights me up so it's but it's also me working on myself which in turn is working on my business right so I feel like you know what who I was you know like three six months ago completely different person back in the day I was really much a party person and at home I was not always happy with who I was but I would want to go out there and be around people because I feel like I needed to be around people to kind of make me feel better about who I was because like if I could go around people and you know, you feed off other people's energy, but now I feel to feed off my own energy. And when I'm at home, mm -hmm. I'm very calm. Like, you know, I'm drinking a cup of tea, you know, it's a Wednesday night, but you know, most Wednesday nights I might've been out with friends and having drinks and dinner, but you know, I'm here now having a beautiful conversation with you. And so for me, that's kind of who I am when no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I absolutely love it. One of the things that you mentioned there that I really connected to and could see how for a lot of people it might it might trigger something, right? So that integrity, when you said integrity, usually when we're out of alignment of integrity, we feel guilt or shame. Right. So that comes that comes through. And so those are your triggers now to know whether you're in alignment or not. Guilt is guilt is when you do something that's not incongruent or in alignment with you. So when you action something that isn't in alignment with who you are, shame is when you make action mean that it's you and it's, it's actually not. So I am a bad person. No, you are a good person and you did a bad action, right? Could be the thing. So, you know, that guilt and that shame really is the guidepost as well. If you're feeling shame or guilt around anything, to whether we're being integral with who we are. And so I really love that you share. It's it's awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah, I agree with you. Like I said, there's the game guilt and shame does build up in you when you are being incongruent with who you are and not mm -hmm. being integral to what you want. Because like I said, no one else will know, but you will always, always know. And that's the thing that, you know, people have to realize is that, yeah, 
you can't run away from yourself, right? Completely, completely. And so tell me, if you could give someone at home a little suggestion as to how they can help if they are struggling to, to connect with who they are, what would you what would you suggest, Lisa? Mm. So some practical things, really practical, other than the things that we've spoken about, the I am, other than, you know, associating the beehive, other than, um, you know, that integrity and human guilt as your guidepost to never, ever do those things and act more in alignment. Outside of those things that we've spoken about, looking at writing a list and and feeling with the list, right? So writing a list down of, like, I am statements and also the things that you love doing, right? So the more we connect to the things that we love doing or the people that we connect to, the more we express ourselves. In those moments when we're expressing ourselves, that's when we're in alignment with ourselves. So the more that we can start to express ourselves, mm -hmm. the better it's going to be. So if for at the moment you're feeling stuck and you don't know how to express yourself, I think Kylie spoke about it before, um, when she used to drink, then she had a voice, and without drinking she didn't have a voice. And mm -hmm. so, and I think that was what you shared earlier, you know, how is it that you're expressing yourself and are you using resourceful or unresourceful ways to do that? And so if you're feeling stuck and you don't know how to, start to get support, like literally switching out to people, help you with expression, to like for the women that I get to work with in their business, uh, for role leaders, I work with authenticity. I help them send their message out there and start helping them connect to their voice because that's the most important thing because the journey to ourselves or the journey of life is to arrive at ourselves, right? It's not to arrive at anything else. It's it's through the legacy that we're leaving, the difference that we're making, and ultimately to arrive at the the ultimate person that we can be so if right now you're feeling stuck that one of the very first steps that i'd say is find out what you're expressing and what you're allowing to express and perhaps take a moment of reflection to see where you are right now and what it is that you need right so first find out what where you are right now bring that awareness then focus on what you need and then from there get the support that you need to take to to move to the next level Amazing. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Lisa. And I think I'll add to that there. For me, the a thing that I would suggest is building up your self-awareness of your thoughts, especially when it comes to those negative thoughts or the inner saboteurs there, because we're always going to have people, you know, we're always going to have, you know, those thoughts where, where, where we procrastinate, where we've got, we, we have 50 things that will come up that we use to make excuses to not do something. We're always going to have some parts of us that want to be perfect, but you know, life is messy and you know, you grow through that mess and you, and a lot of people can turn their mess into a message quite easily if they if they work hard enough at it, right? You know, there's that people-pleasing mindset, you know, all of those things where you have those saboteurs running through your mind. I've noticed these days how aware I am of those thoughts and I, I, and I listen to them for a second. I go, okay, great, this is where you're gonna play out. But then I go, do I wanna go down that path or do I wanna choose a different path? Because we really can train mm -hmm. our mind to, 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 mm. to, to be aware in the moment to notice it and go, okay, great, thank you for sharing your opinion, but again, I'm not listening to you, I'm listening to me, and I'm gonna choose a different thought, I'm gonna go down a different path, because that's how you gain your confidence, is doing stuff that puts you into that uncomfortability, because you know, for yourself there, if you wanna step into more of who you are, you need to, to, to trust yourself and build up some, some stuff where you can counteract some of the negative thoughts that come through your head, so you can start to, to make a better path for yourself. 
Yeah, awesome. The one thing that you said just then, turn your mess into a message. I was like, Mike, freaking drop. That was such an awesome thing to say. I love it, love it, love it. Um, you know, one thing that we we didn't touch on that I'd love to just add to this as well um, is, right? Who are you? You're trying to, and I think you mentioned that people pleasing. So, you know, the judgment that we've got from the people around us, who is it that you're specifically trying to please and what judgment do you have towards yourself and what you're perceiving to be the judgment from others? Because generally speaking, most of the judgment that we think are from others, generally speaking, are made up, right, in our mind. What if they don't accept me? What if they judge me? What if all of those things come up? And so, um, you know, when we're experiencing that judgment, who is it that you're trying to prove something to, right? And and within that, you know, why are you trying to prove that? And so it comes back to grounding yourself. And as you said before, like connecting with, with who you truly are. And when you're starting to listen to the thought that's going to support you in moving forward, the judgment doesn't need to govern the decisions that you make or the fear of judgment more so. 100%. Yeah, like I said, that's right. The fear, which is fuck everything and run, yes. doesn't need to <laughs> You want, to, you want to move, sometimes those fears are there as like a, a little bit of a test for you, like, okay, this is here. Am I ready to take yeah. that step to the next level, right? You know, it's it's there to, to check you and go, okay, are you ready for this? And sometimes yeah. we're not, okay. But mm-hmm. what you want to do is go, okay, if I'm not ready now and I do I want to go down that path, if I do, what steps can I take to get there? Because if you want to get somewhere, it can be baby steps and that's okay. But as long as you're taking them, you're going down the right right? 100%, 100%. Uh, Kylie's just agreeing with you. Being there, Cristiano, self-awareness is the turning point and support is so important. Yes, connection and congruence is so important as well. I love this Kylie Williams girl. She's lighting us up here. So thank you, Kylie. (laughs) (laughs) She's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, was there anything else that you wanted to add there on this topic here that we had for who you are? When, you're not, when no one's looking? Yeah, well, I, you know, just to, to finalise and to sum it up, guys, you know, when you're the, – the most important thing is if we are – the more we can be incongruent with ourselves. So the more awareness that we can bring, the more we can leverage from that space. So finding out exactly where you are right now so that you can move from there to use as a platform to take the next step. So bring that awareness. Then the more awareness that you bring and the more you allow yourself to be honest and being congruent and moving to that integral space of who you truly are, the more that's going to build the certainty within you. And the more certainty builds within you, the more you trust yourself. The more you trust yourself, the more courageous actions that you'll take. And then from there, the more confidence that will grow. And so the more confident you are, obviously, you can start to accomplish and go to that next level. And then the next level will fear come up again. And then you just repeat and repeat and repeat. And I love what you shared there around fear because, you know, fear is there to support us. And, you know, I love the fact that I have fear because I know that that means that I'm growing. It will always mm-hmm. be there as we're growing, right? I always say this to, to the people that I work with and my clients is that, you know, your uncomfortability, your uncertainty, the 
all of the fears that come up, the judgment, all of that, the fears that we associate with ourselves that aren't really about ourselves, they will always be there, right? Always. Am I going to be Am I going to be disliked? It's just like to the next level. The fears will always be there as long as you are growing. And, you know, if this is a, and we will always be growing regardless whether we want to or not. And so life will either decide that for you or you can, can take control of your life and make the decisions for yourself. So if you are taking anything from this, decide that now is the time that you start to become more incongruent with yourself, however you choose to do that. Exactly, I agree that you know it is. It, mm. However, you choose to do that is is completely mm -hmm. correct. Because there are so many ways for you to connect to who you are and to be that congruent person that you know you are. And like mm -hmm. I said, it it all starts at home, right, with you. And hiding, <laughs> like I said, because like I said, this is a decision that you get to make, and that's the thing is that every day we do get a chance to make a new decision. So if you don't like the person that you currently are for whatever reason. No judgment here at all. But, you know, if you do, well, what, what what's one small step that you can take to to make to becoming the person that you really, really want to be? Um, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I'd like to thank everyone for listening to us today. Welcome back, guys. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with one of my great friends, Elisa Barry. And if you do, I'd love to hear your comments, your feedback, um, questions, whatever you have to uh, have to, to share. Feel free to leave it in the comments below or reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. All right, guys, that was this week's episode. I'll be back next week with another episode. So have a wonderful week and let's keep the conversation going on Facebook. All right, guys, always remember that you've got this and I've got you.